0: Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen Podcast, where we see new movies, or at least movies that are new to us. My name's Robbie Anderson. I'm the host today, and I'm joined by Jack Kolljetzky. How you doing, Jack?
1: Hello, Robbie. I'm well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. A little sleepy. Just got out of my day job, and now I'm here to you know hit Time the for the night job. The night job. Do it. Do a nice, a nice sweaty night job. Um. Just so everyone knows, this isn't the only podcast we do for StoryScreen. There are many podcasts Story StoryScreen. You go to StoryScreenBeacon.com, you can find showtimes for our mom and pop brick and mortar movie theater where we show where we show movies. We actually, the movie we saw today, uh, the movie we're talking about today, we saw at the theater. So, you know, that's pretty cool. And, it was uh, cool. And you can I also like, support.
1: I like movies in the you theater. You like
0: going to the movies. I do. Yes. It is very good. Um, but enough about... How you can support us, even though keep that in mind. Never forget. We're here to talk about uh, an indie darling. Mm. Sweet, sweet baby movie. Uh, Baby's even in the name. It is. Spoilers. Spoilers for what I'm about to say. Spoilers for the name Uh, of this
1: movie. Spoilers for the name of the movie. Although, spoilers, Uh, there is a baby in it, too. There's a baby in it, too. There's a baby in it. There's a baby in it. I'm just going to drag this out as long as possible an and se- not let you say the name of this movie. We
0: saw Shiva Baby, Shiva Baby, uh, directed and written by Emma. Se- oh, my God. We just we practiced this,
1: Robbie. We literally practiced this. I know. Go ahead. Come on. You can do this. Se- Seligman. Se-
0: Selig- Seligman. Emma Seligman, uh, starring Rachel Sonat and a few other people but yeah we just saw we didn't just we saw a few days ago so you know
1: saw it on still sunday right sunday yeah yeah it's a good it was a good sunday yeah. we saw a sunday matinee and that was nice
0: it was a good it was a good sunday matinee
1: it was good so- so Robbie, what did you what did you think of uh, of Shiva Baby? Not Shiva Baby. What did I? Th- which I said a few times like an un- uncultured yeah, idiot. Yeah, we,
0: we we got corrected.
1: And we were corrected by um, one Mike Burge, who is uh, a man of of taste and culture and knowledge, and culture, yes, all kinds of things. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, I really really enjoyed it. I think it's like the first like indie flick. I saw this year so far, so it was like refreshing in that aspect uh and I haven't been watching a ton of new stuff in general, you know, after we do our top twenty twenty list, I'm a little burnt out on uh, movies, and it takes me a while to kind of get back into um into the flow of things
1: but yeah i'm trying to I'm trying to think if like i mean this is a indie movie properly released in twenty twenty one so like this is not yeah. like Twenty well, actually, probably it did premiere at some sort of film festivals and stuff last year. But this is definitely like twenty twenty one release. I'm trying to think if there's any like indie movies that I've seen this year besides this one. I did see Nobody. That was that was fun.
0: Is no that's the one with Bob Odenkirk.
1: Bob Odenkirk. It's not John Wick. I want to check that out. It's not John Wick. It's almost John Wick, but it's not. It's pretty close. Pretty close
0: it's pretty close. Pretty damn Wick.
1: close to John Wick, but it's cool.
0: Um. Yeah, I want to see that. I think it was a Willy's Wonder World or Willy's Wonderland came out. The Nick Cage movie,
1: right? Right. True. I think
0: that might constitute as indie. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I saw I
1: saw one called Come True, which we may Jeremy and I may or may not record something on. That's like an indie horror movie. So okay. that one's also cool. While we're talking about up movies, here, up your alley. It is up my alley for sure.
0: Um, but yeah, I. I uh, the the i really liked i really Shiva baby uh i thought it was i thought it was brilliant um it, it's a very tense <laughs> film it made me very uncomfortable at times which is by design um but yeah i was i was um i thought i thought the story was great i thought the movie looked great i thought its use of space and its single setting was really smartly done and i also think uh the 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 lead performer Rachel Sonat is uh, brilliant in the movie. Um, everything her face does is great. Yeah, and she does She's a lot of like, really subtle acting yes. in that movie. That's very very cool. But yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jack, what do you think?
1: Uh, I really liked it too. I um I, I I I had been told prior to going into this movie that there was some kind of similarities to Uncut Gems um which yeah. obviously uh was definitely appealing to me um and i think both of us like kind of were the lead a little bit just from like seeing their their posts and stuff on twitter um yeah she's Rachel she's like Sinatra. a social
0: media powerhouse
1: yeah yeah she's she's one of those people that like i saw this movie was coming out looked her up and then recognized like her twitter icon i was like oh i've definitely seen posts from this person before Um, and they're pretty funny on Twitter. So, but, um, going into this, I, I expected it to be, you know, the like uncut gem style of, uh, anxiety inducing kind of movie. And I think this movie definitely, definitely nails that, um, it's, it's listed on IMDb as a comedy, which I do think there is definitely like comedic moments in this movie, and it, and it can be funny. Both of us were laughing out loud multiple times. Oh, yeah, this I movie. Move,
0: the movie is hilarious, but it's it's just a thriller at times. I, yeah, Very tense. I, I, yeah.
1: I, the way I've been like telling people or describing this movie, movie to people is that this is a social horror movie in the vein <laughs> of something like Krisha. Like it is. There's nothing supernatural about it. There's nothing violent about it. It's just. It is literally just. A person who is in a social um, gathering that they do not particularly want to be at, which I think we can all relate to, uh, with people yes. who they have, let's say, uncomfortable relationships with, um, and the the movie's tension is all about like them being at this place, interacting with these people, and also you know just being someone in their twenties who is pursuing more creative endeavors dealing with like, you know, the weight, it it is a family gathering, it's a shiva, so um, Jewish funeral. Um, So, it's like all of that kind of, it's just a lot of, I think, strong characters kind of bouncing off of each other in a small, very claustrophobic sort of space, which also, you know, after dealing with a year of COVID is something that's inherently uncomfortable to watch, I think, Um, it adds another layer to it. But um, it definitely like there were moments in this movie that are panic attack inducing. I would say, and that is what the movie is going for. I think it's very effective in that. And I think uh, Rachel Sonat is is really a fantastic lead here. And and there's a lot of good supporting cast as well. And I think it just it's also very tight. It's 77 minutes. Is that which is like one of the shorter movies I've seen recently? But it feels so much longer, not in a bad way, but just like. Yeah in the way that like oh my goodness I want her to get out of here so badly and every minute that she is not getting out of there is just like you can feel the tension increasing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think you know the to expound on like the uncut uncut gems kind of like comparison is it it's not so much where you know like there is there there are so many, but it's like in, in such subtle more like micro details that that kind of those comparisons really um shine like you know the anxiety you feel when like a lot of people are talking about you or at you at once right it's kind of like sensory overload the movie does that really well um
1: although maybe not as manic as uncut gems like i found i find uncut gems to be manic pretty much the whole way through i think this movie has yeah. more of a tension build throughout it um it's it gets mm-hmm. more intense as it goes along Whereas Uncut Gems, you know, they're in the jewelry shop and there's four, the different, running, four right? different conversations going on at <laughs> once, three different cell phones ringing at the same time. It's it's not quite to that level. Um, it's a little more low key, but I, I, I think that con- that comparison is fair.
0: Yeah. And I think the movie uh, from like a cinematic point of view from like a visual like cinema cinematic language point of view like really um handles claustrophobia in a really like yeah. interesting way um and and yeah i think you know even even if you've never been to like a shiva or you've just been to like a regular funeral or or what have or like you literally any it, family
1: gathering with a any lot of people in a small space you,
0: yeah and you may not like you know want to be there you feel like the black sheep of the family a lot like some some of my family events i'm like the weirdo who goes there right and also like i am still a barista and have like a movie podcast so it's a lot of people like talking at you asking what you do and then they're judging you Mm -hmm. and then you're just like i guess i'm just fucking here now it's like yeah i make twenty thousand dollars a year i'm poor
1: yeah yeah.
0: How what do you want to know what, how what more do you want to know about
1: yeah. me? Oh, yeah, so I mean, everything what's weird. a what's a what's a podcast? You talk about movies with your it's friends. Like a ra-
0: it's like radio. Who's your girlfriend?
1: Oh, you're on the radio? What what uh oh. what's the fre- what's the channel? What's the frequency? I'd love to listen to your FM radio program. FM
0: or AM? Oh, I only have
1: AM, I'm sorry.
0: Um but yeah, so I definitely like can relate to those those feelings. I think it captures that That essence quite well. Yeah,
1: Um, I mean, I like my family, but there are definitely some family gatherings where I'm just like, I, I just don't have the energy for this. Guys, I'm sorry, I gotta go.
0: Yeah, I mean, too many people is too many people. Exactly, and I think you know we're and like what you mentioned earlier, like we're we're more sensitive to that because we're we're just kind of coming through the the COVID tunnel. It's probably still in the COVID tunnel. We're still in it, but we're yeah. Close, closer to the to the light than we have been in a long time. That is true. But, uh, y- but yeah, yes. seeing just people just so close together, and just talking, and just there's a lot of talking like, in shots each other's of, like, faces, eating food. Yes. And it's just like, I fucking, I hate
1: this. And people <laughs> just bumping into each other and turning around and seeing your yeah. your aunt, great aunt twice removed that you haven't talked to in 10 years that you and don't really, you and now you have to. Yes. It it yeah. nails all those things, and I think all those things contribute to just, like, the level of tension that this movie communicates, I think, really effectively.
0: Yeah. And I also like that, and, and in another comparison to, like, a Gems on the protagonist level you know uh, Adam Sandler's character in the movie. Like, there are times where you're just like, "Oh man, he's he's getting fucked over," and other times you're just like, "Adam Sandler, stop doing this." You're, you're doing you're, this you're yourself. Yes. Yeah, the push and pull of like being anxious for a character because like they're vulnerable, and then being anxious for a character because you're afraid of what they're gonna do. Um, Rachel Sonat's, uh character Danielle, the the protagonist, is is very similar in in that vein where you're just like. Oh my god! I just need to get out of there. And then you're just like, oh my god, she's gonna do something so terrible. She's, she's making choices. Control. She's gonna yes. do something terrible. Yeah, and I, uh, I think and that's a
1: really fun ebb and flow. She is a, I think, a very like well realized character. Like she very much reads to me. Well, I mean, she reads to me, and this is probably because it's so much to life. Uh, you know what a lot of those popular Twitter personalities would be like in real life. Um, in in some ways, yeah. Uh, funny, maybe kind of awkward. Definitely stress the fuck out. Um, and I think that she's like she, her character very quickly feels you know realistic or or at least if not realistic, like tangible. Do you know what I mean? Like she she yeah, really mean, she, feels mm-hmm. fully realized as a character.
0: I think I totally agree, and I think that's really carried by just like again like the the subtle choices that her as an actress make while playing that character i think really helped ground it and then i also think that because the character is like um you know a loose cannon might be like a little bit excessive of a phrase but she fucks around applicable
1: i think fucks she likes to stir the shit a little bit
0: yeah so you know i i think that like you know ha- having characters who are uh infallible or not infallible infallible
1: fallible you know is it what like an inflammable kind of thing Or infallible having means characters fallible?
0: that can be on fire
1: they ma- um, they fuck up once in a while
0: they fuck up once in a while there that's, was a there was a moment it's always good to see there in was the a moment
1: of- where we, we said to each other like this movie could end by her just bursting into flames hereditary style right now
0: <laughs> and that would. <laughs> the tension feels like like it can get to that point, and that and that's what is so cool about the the movie. It's like transformative nature, um, and doing it in such like you know a very like a film that feels like it's very humble and it's it's grounded budget, and it's yeah. setting it's yep. grounded, and then it but it has such like you know at times it just feels like larger than life stakes. You know, like it it, it can it reaches those really high thriller esque peaks.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, st- the stakes are tangible and that's like if we're going to continue an Uncut Gems comparison, like those are much more, you know, it's not like LeBron James is involved in this, you know? Like yeah. uh, it's, it's like it is, it's this much smaller kind of scenario, a much more like personal kind of scenario and there's not really any sort of like you know crime like i said or or violence or anything it's it is just a very personal story but even though it's like such a grounded kind of small story the tension is like it feels very very tangible um and and horrific at sometimes honestly It, it i would describe this first and foremost as a horror movie
0: if if it's not like you know billed as a horror movie it certainly gets there by the end right i think i think it really flexes on those things that like structurally can can uh, hang out with horror definitely by the end of the movie you know
1: it makes me feel the way i wish more horror movies made me feel
0: because of the heebie-jeebies it
1: it made me feel bad in a way that was fun that i like because i'm a masochist i guess but
0: but yeah, but even like you know her the the supporting cast like you know maybe not a ton yeah. to say about them individually but they do really help you know be all these foils to um Danielle and kind of you know be just different elements to to with her on this kind of like roller coaster whether they're you know her mother who's like very uh is like a bit of the problem but also a bit of the solution at times you know like she kind of her she, in
1: these really she feels like a real person too you know she she's in that like yeah. she's a mom and she's like a little bit overbearing sometimes a little bit you know trying to give her advice trying to like do the right thing but a lot of time giving that kind of like very generic advice that is <laughs> not yeah. helpful in the situation at all
0: and then uh fred uh melamed as as her father who's oh, just yeah. like super like, just not, um, he just doesn't know what's going on. And he's all, he's very, he, like, almost doesn't, like, get the social cues of when it's just, like, hey, totally. dad, these people don't want to talk to us. Dad, we gotta get to the this. fuck like, out, no, no, out of here, man. F- yeah, we gotta leave. It's, like, I don't know. Maybe we should keep, we should keep talking. He's, like, always, it's, well, well, more so, so, like,
1: mom, fun. mom, I gotta leave. And she's, like, well, if you can drag your father away, good luck. But Yeah, f- I've Fred,
0: I've definitely fucking been there.
1: <laughs> Fred Melamed is such a good character actor and is, like, the perfect, like, we need somebody to be a Jewish dad uh he like nails yeah. that role so well
0: he does it very well he and
1: her friend well. and then there's um, maya who's played by molly yeah. gordon she's also fantastic i haven't seen her in anything she... else but she looks familiar to me i actually have to look to see if i've seen her or anything else but like she is such a good like almost antagonist you know like she well she's she brings out the best the best, uh quote unquote, worst
0: qualities of Danielle. They have like a sure. competitive nature that kind of like reveals a little bit more as it goes on. And uh, I think I think their interactions brings about some of the best comedic dialogue in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, I agree. Second to also like what some random grandmas and aunts say.
1: Yeah, throughout the definitely. film, Which
0: are like, like they'll just pop in and say something fucking insane. Yes. And it's awesome. <laughs> and then they just kind of move on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there's also Which I think it's
0: also much like a a, fa- a family gathering.
1: Well. Yeah, exactly. No, it nails it nails that. And there's there's also you know some moments of like of tenderness that break that up. And I think those moments are yeah. are also really powerful just because of how high tense the situation is. So, yeah. Yeah, and I also I think the last thing I want to mention, like spoiler free, before we go into spoiler zone, is that. Uh, like the way that they use music in this movie, they use the kind of like discordant strings a lot in a way that, like you know, it sounds like a horror movie soundtrack. Horror movie. Yeah, yeah um, sure. and I, I think that it just in, lends itself to increasing that tension as well. So, yeah, probably well, not a movie for everybody. I feel like some people would very much not enjoy this movie. I don't
0: movie. know. I I think I think you can get into this movie because it is a little bit like horror light decaf horror sure you know and it's still like really funny and i think it's painfully entertaining uh yeah. much like a train crash or you know like uh nascar when the when the cars get all spun and you're like oh i have to i have can't to look see. away i can't look away i have to see i must know yeah i i recommend this movie i also you know if you if you can see it in the theater why not ours uh um, that's
1: true it's a good place to do it
0: it's a good place to do it and uh, I'm really happy that we actually got to do some content on Shiva Baby. Um, you know, we don't always get to do podcasts and content on like some smaller stuff because like the bigger stuff kind of generates more clicks. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to, to just be able to talk about this right now and and uh, show it some love. And we're going to show more love when we go into the spoiler zone, which is happening right now. We'll be right back with spoilies for Shiva Baby.
2: Hey guys, Mike Burge popping in here real quick to tell you about a really cool business that you should definitely be supporting, whether you live in the immediate Hudson Valley area or not. It's called Darkside Records. It's an absolutely fantastic place that you need to check out immediately. They sell everything. Anything that's cool, they got it. They're not just records, they got CDs, they got cassette tapes, they got all of the music stuff that you want to do, but they also got really cool t-shirts, they got great CBD supplement options, and they got that dank glassware. You know what I'm talking about, it's for tobacco use, but you know, we don't have to lie about that anymore. We don't have to lie about it in New York and be like, oh, this is just for like tobacco use only, I'm going to just use this. You can use that shit for absolutely anything. You can use it for anything that you want. If you want to smoke, you know, oregano in it, you can do that. You know, don't smoke anything that's going to hurt you or be really bad for you. Like, don't do that. Anyway, they have that stuff. They also got DVDs, Blu-rays that I mentioned vinyl. They also got VHS tapes, laser discs. I kind of go there to check that stuff out. It's where I get my record player fixed. It's where I get my VCR fixed. Darkside Records, Friends of the Show absolutely fantastic. They have their own podcast as well. They got two of them actually. I've actually guested on them before. It's an absolutely fun business to support. Um, you can check more stuff out by going to darksiderecords.com. You can order online and have it delivered to you wherever you live in the world. Pretty sure they'll just get it to you. And if you live in the immediate area, you know, they are at 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie. Uh, they're fantastic again that website is darksiderecords.com visit it check it out see if you like it drop on in and see them they are open uh all the fucking time I mean these guys these guys wreck it I, I know they're open seven days a week. Essentially 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. I think they have different hours on Sunday. Oh, I do know that they do because I have it written right here in the copy. They're open 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Right now with the health and safety stuff, they're doing masks are required. All the staffs are wearing masks. Staffs are required to disinfect surface areas between visits and there's dividers at checkout. I have gone there multiple times after the start of the pandemic and all these different regulations and guidelines are in place. I feel completely safe. They got that little hand sanitizer squirt bottle right at the front door. I use it when I'm coming in and I use it as I'm going out. Going to kill whatever I'm bringing in and I'm not taking anything out with me. They're an absolutely fantastic business filled to the very brim with very cool people both working there and going there. So if you wanted to try and improve your coolness, you cannot do much better than starting to go to Darkside Records, the Hudson Valley's largest Independent record shop. And
0: we're back with spoilies for Shiva Baby. Uh, A, a movie that maybe you wouldn't think you could spoil.
1: But no guess one dies. what?
0: No one dies. Well, I mean, they're at a funeral, ironically enough. Someone died. Oh, did you just see that lightning? No, I didn't. We're about, to get, we're about to get a crazy thunderstorm, so oh, hopefully sick. we don't have uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> Um Yeah, so that funeral no one dies except for the person before the movie begins. Ooh, it's funny because uh, Danielle
1: is not even a hundred percent sure who like she has to ask her mother who multiple is. times who dies. And it's that kind of yeah. like that sets and it's the not tone. Clear still. Yeah, that sets <laughs> the tone of the like I, I'm dragged here by my parents. I don't really want to go here. There's gonna be a lot of family that I haven't seen in forever, who's gonna be asking me too many intrusive questions about my life that I don't really feel like question like comfortable asking. Yeah. Like, what's your job? Do you have a boyfriend? Like all that bullshit. Um and uh She is also working through a relationship that she had with Maya, who's someone she grew up with, who there's tension with, which I like how the movie never really like there's no like event that they're talking about that or like that they point to for like why there's tension between. Exactly, which is like also something I think is handled well in the way that like you know you get older you have relationships with friends that you grew up with that like you just sort of drift apart you go to different colleges you start your life and like there's a tension there even if you even if nothing like bad happened between you there's that like oh you never text me oh you never text me either like that kind of like you just sort of grow apart and it creates that kind of like awkwardness
0: i think um yeah, I think their relationship is another like it, it, it's it's an interesting element that's kind of just like thrusted into the movie. We're just like like it's like a it's like an interesting ingredient you wouldn't expect. Yeah. A jalapeno pepper in this stew? I would not even imagine. Um but I think, you know, it's it's interesting to talk about kind of like the the kind of like layers of anxiety that's happening and I think the yeah. the the first big one is or like you know there's 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 other ones before we get to this moment but the first big one is realizing that a character you see her sleeping with in the very beginning of the movie uh is also at this funeral at the shiva and you're and yeah and you're like this is like i was like all right so this is like kind of like at this point you're just like how can it get any worse
1: which Um, i felt like a complete idiot because it took me a little bit of time before i realized like Oh that's the same guy Cause like in that first scene Where she's like He looks
0: he looks way different He looks
1: very he different looks, I think it's just the yeah. lighting Is very different The lighting is like very His face is very shadowed So I don't think you yeah, get Like a wearing, really clear look At his face And he's wearing glasses Yeah
0: He's wearing glasses Yeah And his hair is a little messy Cause he has like sex head You know Right um, bed, I guess you could still Call it bed head I call it a sex head Patent that Well they
1: were not having Patent Sex office. in bed I suppose So
0: uh, They were having sex on a I want to
1: get specific About it well yeah so and and Spoilers. it's alluded to in that scene and then well it's more than alluded to in that scene but like he is paying her for the sex so she is like a sex yes. worker um right and then yeah he turns up at the Shiva as well and that is with his wife and daughter who it seems like Danielle did not know yes. about
0: yeah, I mean, I think it's like the the way that the I'm gonna like have to close the window because this I thunderstorm
1: did. is going out of control. Sorry, yeah,
0: yo, it's happening. <laughs> just give me one second. I'll uh, I'll fill I'll fill the time. Yeah, for the listener who doesn't know, you're getting the the hot spicy the hot spicy tea. It is raining a lot. There's a lot of lightning. I feel like my internet is going to go out 100. percent But uh, you know, we're going we're gonna get there. We're gonna Sheesh. get there. We're gonna deal with it. It's coming down cats and dogs yes
1: I get some thunder um, in the background of this podcast maybe
0: yeah very ominous uh so like the imdb synopsis describes the film as like uh she sees her sugar daddy at a at a shiva and it's like i mean well you okay, know is like is she like uh well i mean there's like you know the the sugar the sugar baby sugar daddy relationship is a little is like you know it's still like i think a sex working relationship but it's like a little different you know there's like a yeah different sect of that kind of work
1: i mean this is directly explicitly like she has an app for sex work kind of thing uh
0: yeah i guess that's true
1: although i think that app uh, might have been called sugar so you know there you go i I mean i'm sure
0: i mean dude i'm sure there are apps or websites that are dedicated to linking up sugar babes with sugar dads Where's dads?
1: there there's an app for that I'm sure of course there's an app there's an app for that but um yeah
0: so I think one of like uh even the more like so you know you see and she's very affected by seeing this dude with his wife and with the kid and you know that's very interesting because like it's like that character could easily just be like it's just work I don't really care but she's right. very like emotionally affected by it and I think that's I think that's a, a very interesting choice. I think it's a choice you have to make for this movie to build the tension. Yeah. To have this character give a shit. But I think it's a choice, nonetheless, that I, th- I find very interesting.
1: And I think there's subtlety there in both the writing and the acting of that relationship. I think there's subtlety in the writing yeah. and the acting and pretty much, like, the th- the three main relationships, I think, are the ones with her and her mother, her and Maya, and her, and uh, I don't actually remember the, the character's name of the guy, uh, Max. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And it all, and they do all this they accomplish all this in a very short amount of time. Yeah. For like a 77 minute movie, I think they do flesh out a lot of those characters really well.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you know, I think a lot of it comes from some really smart dialogue choices and some really smart like exposition being placed. Yeah. Cuz even the exposition has a has a purpose in raising the stakes, right? Every right. everything is in the movie to raise the stakes. Of the movie. So even learning about, like, oh, like, Mamaya's just, like, I gave uh, Danielle her for, her first orgasm at that prom. That was so it's funny. It's just, like, it's just, but it's just more anxiety icing. You're just, like, fuck, I, it's, so it's this bad, you know? But it's such a brilliantly placed, like, and like, that doesn't happen for, like, way later in the movie. You already yeah. know who Maya is. It's been kind of implied, if not... Right. Like you could, like, right infer seven, that. Relationship. Yeah, yeah. And then she kind of, like, got really explicit with it. So it's just, like, you know, these really smart knife turns and and dialogue choices. Even, like, learning... The the bracelet, that Chekhov's uh, sugar baby. <laughs> oh, bracelet. Oh, yeah, right, is, right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, is so <laughs> Oh, wow, good. I have the and same like bracelet. Another, which,
1: which, Max, you're going to buy your wife... And your side piece, the same piece of jewelry, bro. Which
0: apparently is super expensive and new. And like, what, did they got like a two-for-one deal at
1: the... At maybe, the yeah, maybe you got a discount on it. I don't know. Couldn't yeah, say. That's even shittier then. Yeah, Max seems... He, it, it, I think Max's character is like dynamic as well. Because he seems shitty in some ways, but also like... He has feel he he clearly has feelings for Danielle, um, yeah. That are genuine, whether or not they are well placed or the the right well, choice. They have, they like have,
0: they have chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah like, definitely. You know,
1: well, some Even that when first they, scene is a little uncomfortable. Like Danielle seems yeah, ready to leave shocked. that scene. Yeah. yeah.
0: But even uh, you know, there there are moments where they're like by themselves, and you can kind of be like, I can see how you guys vibe. Um, yeah, exactly. This is a bad. is a bad time. But like, I can see how you guys vibe, and and it's also funny that the whole family knows that she hooked up with De- with uh, Maya. Maya. <laughs> like, they're like they're like no funny business with Maya. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's so. in that I guess that's another thing. Like she's so. Um, she's so. Uh, exposed in this movie because it just seems like her whole family just knows her business, you know. Right.
1: Right. Well, not her business, but some of her business. Not her side yeah, business. Some
0: of her business. Yes. Yeah, her side, not yeah. her not her side biz, but her past biz, her biz of the
1: past. But I think all these things that we were talking about like add up to a movie that is just does a lot in a very short amount of time um and yeah. Has really good characters, has really like, I think, dynamic and interesting characters. And really, like I said, it it instills that level of tension, that level of anxiety, um, you know, which can be amplified with certain products if you so choose to do those things. Um, and uh, it like at the peak of those anxiety moments, you know, like at the peak of like, for me, it was when, you, well, she loses her phone. After she had sent a, like, a topless picture to Max, just because I think this is, this is what I was alluding to before, like, she likes to just fuck around, I think she likes to kick the the hornet, the hornet's nest a little bit, um, Mm. and, like, you're not sure who's seen what's on her phone because her phone is just unlocked which i feel like that's an only in movies do people ever not have a passcode yeah, on their what, phone in what
0: planet do you <laughs> not have a passcode it does not on your happen phone.
1: it's not it does not exist um no. i think you made a good point that like maybe maya could have guessed her password which is that's, plausible was, yeah but at the same time it just seems like her phone was unlocked and that that well, just doesn't work well fucking then happen. we
0: but then we learn that, you know the uh, it's, it's one of like the best uses of what we're describing is when we find out that Max's wife has the phone. right. And by the end of the movie, you don't know if she saw the nude or not.
1: Yes. but my point at is first like you're when, just
0: like the nude.:
1: Yeah, when God. she gives Danielle the baby to hold. And she's standing there and the baby is screaming. She's clearly uncomfortable, which she's got caught in the lie that she says her business is being a babysitter. Like that's how she's getting this little bit of income. So like, why can't you just hold this baby? You're a babysitter. Um, That is just like the peak of just like, oh, my God, uh, I can feel her like starting to lose her grip here. And I feel like I'm starting to lose mine as well. Um, and it just all comes to a head there. And then, and then, like, this movie just ratchets up the tension the entire time. It never stops could, ratcheting yeah. up that tension.
0: I mean, sometimes she's the most dangerous character in the room, to herself.
1: Totally. Like, there's that one totally. scene where it's,
0: like, close up on her face, and you're like, she's gonna expose Max in front of everybody right now.
1: Right, right, yes. You know, and
0: you're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Because I think it's her trying to take control of the situation. Because if the wife has the phone, and finds out about... The nude, she doesn't have control of the situation. If she gets to tell the whole party about this, then she has control of the situation. So it's kind of this like trying to reclaim some level of control of what's
1: happening, you know? Right, definitely. Definitely. Um, And then, you know, when that kind of, when she kind of has her breakdown and has like a, a moment with her mother and then. After that, they do finally leave the the party. The movie gives you that last little moment of discomfort by her father offering a ride to Max and his wife and the baby and they all pile into this van and it's just like at that point, it's like funny because it's like broken that like point of of tension to where she kind of has her like breakdown a little bit. And but they keep like yeah. they it's just like one more thing. And then the moment that really hit me is like her and Maya in the back of the van, which they they kind of re- resolve their conflict a little bit earlier as well Um and, yeah. and have like an intimate moment. But like there's a moment at the very end of the movie in the van where they just kind of like hold hands in the midst of, like, the baby crying in the car and all this, like, tension still ratcheting in the car. And, like, that was just such a sweet moment that, like, it really hit me at the end there to just have a little bit of, like, peace and tenderness um, with someone that you are close to. uh, That they had that, like, awkward relationship before that is kind of resolved. Like, I thought that was such a really, like, nice, sweet way to end a movie that is very, very tense the entire time.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um yeah, I thought the I I think the ending of the movie is brilliant. Um and it, and it's nice cuz I think at that point like, you know, at, at this point you have all the characters who have all the tension in one van together. Like yes. it's, it's like one final like do you, if something's going to happen, it's happening here. Yep. But then it 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 goes out with like a whimper, but a very smart whimper, like a yeah. very poignant whimper that I think I think is very good um and just like gives you know just there's some level because you know this movie isn't about passing judgment on these people it's just about like well isn't this a fucking mess you know it's just it is what it is is it's their
1: lives yeah exactly
0: you know it's not it's not trying to be like well maybe you shouldn't be a sugar baby like that's not the moral of the story right you know
1: right right which is good yeah yeah no it's appreciated if you
0: want to do that more power to you
1: Sure. Yeah, and there's there's moments. I like also how like Maya's initial reaction to learning that Danielle is doing sex work is that she's upset because they just right before that had a moment where they kind of resolved their tension a little bit. Um, yeah, and you know it seemed like they're kind of patching things up, and then Maya finds out that Danielle is is uh, is is doing sex work, and that like really seems to upset her, but. I think once she has even a little bit of distance with it, she's like, you know what, actually, like, she doesn't pass that, she doesn't maintain that, like, level of passing judgment or, like, you know, negativity towards it. So, I liked how yeah. they had that kind of tension and release there, too.
0: Yeah, it's good. A lot of, a lot of really good moments of dialogue, good, like, volleys between characters. Yep, good details. Um, yeah just a really just a really solid movie that you know I think really achieves what it's going for by being subtle and earning it's moments of high tension you know like really making you stew in it absolutely Um. yeah really want to watch it again really really I do it.
1: yeah I also want to watch it again pretty it's badly good.
0: yeah alright Jack you have anything else to say on Shiva Baiba
1: I think that pretty much will do it for me
0: alright I think that'll do it for me too well Jack thank you so much for joining me today
1: thank you for having me
0: of course and thank you listeners for listening as i mentioned earlier and as i'm gonna tell you again we are not the only podcast on story screen presents story screen presents the host to many podcasts articles and reviews we also have a youtube channel where we come out with videos every tuesday so be sure to come over there and like our shit and comment on it if you don't like it you can tell us and i'll downvote you straight up <laughs> straight up but and you will never talk to you again I'll never talk to you again. But you can do it and I won't stop you cuz I think that still helps our algorithm. So go ahead and be a dick. Guy. Jim. Gym. Jim420 blaze it. Whatever. No, Jim420 okay. blaze
1: it likes our content. He's he's Yeah, dead. he's actually pretty
0: Yeah, yeah. he's Jim's cool. Jim Gym, Jim's cool guy. Jim's cool guy. Um but yeah, and also before we leave, uh we have a members only service that's also on our uh website. $5 a month gets you access to a bunch of exclusive content where we talk about video game adaptations, Tony Collette. Uh, those are the two main things. If you think that sounds weird, that's because it is. But I do guarantee you it's worth $5. And also, you know, it. the
1: $5 shows us your support too. So we appreciate that.
0: Yeah. We can buy cool stuff. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Stuff. We'll have to see. Pay, pay us. I don't know. Uh, All right, Jack, thanks again. And until next time,
1: see ya.